Chapters 7 through 12 of the Book of Numbers from the Holy Bible in Modern English, translated by Ferrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 7 And when the time came that the sanctuary was finished, Moses erected and consecrated and sanctified it with all its furniture, and the altar and all its instruments, and sanctified them. Then the princes of Israel, the heads of their ancestral houses, the princes of the tribes, and the commanders of regiments, approached, and brought as their gifts to present to the ever-living six covered wagons and twelve bullocks, a wagon for two princes, and a bullock for each, and presented them before the sanctuary. Then the ever-living spoke to Moses, commanding, Receive them, and they shall be to perform the work of the hall of assembly. Therefore give them to the Levites, each according to the amount of their work. Moses consequently accepted the wagons and the bullocks, and gave them to the Levites. He allotted two wagons and four of the bullocks to the sons of Gershon for their work. And four of the wagons and eight of the bullocks he allotted to the sons of Merari for their work, under the control of Athamar, the son of Aaron the priest. But to the sons of Kahath he gave none, for the sacred work they did was laid upon their shoulders. The princes also came forward at the dedication of the altar on the day of its consecration, and the princes presented their gifts before the altar. But the ever-living said to Moses, Let them offer their gifts at the dedication of the altar, one prince a day, then another prince a day. So Nakshon, the son of Amminadab of the tribe of Judah, presented his gift the first day, and his gift was a silver dish of a hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a food-offering, one cup made of gold full of incense, a bullock from the fold, a ram, a sheep of the year for a burnt-offering, one he-goat for a sin-offering, and two bullocks for a sacrifice of thanks, with five rams, five he-goats, five sheep of a year old. These were the gift of Nakshon the son of Amminadab. On the second day, Nathaniel the son of Zoar, prince of Issachar, came forward. He offered as his gift a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-pot of seventy shekels by the sacred weight, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil as a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bullock from the fold, a ram, a sheep of the year for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and as a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five sheep of a year old. This was the offering of Nathaniel, the son of Zoar. On the third day, the prince of the sons of Zebulon, Eliab, the son of Calon, presented a silver dish of a hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bullock from the fold, a ram, a sheep of the year for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and for a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five-year-old sheep. These were the gift of Eliab the son of Calon. On the fourth day the prince of the sons of Reuben, Eleazar the son of Shediar, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bull from the fold, a ram, a lamb of the year for a burnt-offering, 
a he-goat for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five-year-old sheep. These were the gift of Eleazar, the son of Shaddaiar. On the fifth day the prince of the sons of Simeon, Shalumial, the son of Zori Shaddai, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels by the sacred weight, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred shekel, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bull from the fold, a ram, a year-old lamb for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and for a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five-year-old sheep. These were the gift of Shalumial the son of Zorishadai. On the sixth day the prince of the sons of Gad, Eliasaph the son of Rauel, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels by the sacred weight, a watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weight, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bowl from the stall, a ram, a lamb of one year old for a burnt-offering, and for a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five year-old sheep. These were the gift of Eliasaph, the son of Reuel. On the seventh day the prince of the sons of Ephraim, Elishama the son of Amihud, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bowl from the fold, a ram, a sheep of a year old for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and for a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five-year-old sheep. These were the gift of Elishama the son of Amihud. On the eighth day the prince of the sons of Manasseh, Gamaliel the son of Fidatsur, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bull from the fold, a ram, a year-old sheep for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and for a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five sheep of a year-old. These were the gift of Gamaliel, the son of Fidatsur. On the ninth day the prince of the sons of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gidonai, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil as a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bowl from the fold, a ram, a sheep of a year old for a burnt-offering, and for a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five-year-old sheep. These were the gift of Abidan the son of Gadonai. On the tenth day the prince of the sons of Dan, Achiazar, the son of Amishadai, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil as a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bowl from the fold, a ram, a year-old sheep for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and as a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five-year-old sheep. These were the gift of Achiazar, the son of Amishadai. 
On the eleventh day the prince of the sons of Asher, Phanuel, the son of Akron, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil, as a food-offering, a cup made of gold, full of incense, a bull from the fold, a ram, a sheep of a year old, for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and for an offering of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five goats, five-year-old sheep. These were the gift of Phanuel, the son of Akron. On the twelfth day the prince of the sons of Naphtali, Achira the son of Anan, presented a silver dish of one hundred and thirty shekels, a silver watering-can of seventy shekels by the sacred weights, both full of fine flour mixed with oil for a food-offering, a cup made of gold full of incense, a bull from the fold, a ram, a lamb of a year old for a burnt-offering, a he-goat for a sin-offering, and as a sacrifice of thanks, two bullocks, five rams, five he-goats, five sheep of a year old. These were the gift of Achira, the son of Anan. These were dedicated on the altar at the time it was consecrated by the princes of Israel. Twelve silver dishes, twelve silver watering-cans, twelve cups made of gold. Each of the silver dishes was one hundred and thirty, and each of the watering-cans seventy. All the silver vessels were one thousand four hundred by the sacred shekel. The cups of gold full of incense were twelve, ten to a cup by the sacred shekel. All the gold was one hundred and twenty. All the bullocks for burnt offerings were twelve, the bulls and rams, twelve, the lambs of a year old, twelve, with their food offerings, and the he-goats were twelve for sin offerings. And all the cattle for the sacrifices of thanks, twenty-four bulls, sixty rams, sixty he-goats, sixty sheep of a year old. Thus the altar was dedicated after its consecration. Then Moses went into the hall of assembly to speak to him, and heard the voice speaking to him from the mercy seat, which is upon the ark of the witnesses, from between the two cherubim. There he spoke to him. Chapter 8 And the ever-living spoke to Moses, commanding, Speak to Aaron, and say to him, When you set up the lamps opposite the reflectors, light the seven lamps. Aaron consequently did so, erecting the lamps opposite the reflectors, as the ever-living commanded to Moses. And this was the form of the reflectors, concaves of gold on stalks at the cups. They were concave that they might reflect the light, as the ever-living showed Moses, so he made the reflectors. The ever-living also spoke to Moses, commanding, Take the Levites from among the children of Israel and purify them. Purify them in this manner. Pour water for sin over them, and let them pass it naked over all their body, and wash their clothing and purify themselves. Then take a bull from the fold, with its food offering a fine flour mixed with oil, and a second bull from the fold take for a sin offering, and present the Levites before the hall of assembly, and collect all the chiefs of the children of Israel. And when you have presented the Levites before the ever-living, then the children of Israel shall lay their hands upon the Levites, and Aaron shall wave the Levites before the ever-living for the children of Israel, and they shall be appointed to perform the services of the ever-living. Then the Levites shall lay their hands upon the head of the bulls, and Aaron shall make of the first a sin offering, and of the other a burnt offering to the ever-living to expiate for the Levites. 
afterwards station the levites before aaron and before his sons and wave them to the ever-living and separate the levites from the midst of the children of israel and the levites shall be mine and after that you shall bring the levites to serve in the hall of assembly but you must purify them and wave them for they are a gift given to me from out of the children of israel i have taken them to myself instead of the firstborn product of the womb of all the children of israel for all the firstborn of the children of israel were mine of man or of beast from the day when i cut off all the firstborn in the land of the mitzrayim i sanctified them to myself therefore i take the levites instead of all the firstborn of the children of israel and i give the levites to aaron and to his sons from among the children of israel to perform the duties of the children of israel in the hall of assembly and to expiate for the children of israel and that the children of israel may not be struck when the children of israel approach to the sanctuary moses and aaron consequently did in conjunction with all the chiefs of the families of the children of israel to the levites according to all that the ever-living commanded to moses regarding the levites the children of israel did it to them they also offered sin offerings for the levites and they washed their clothing and aaron waved them before the ever-living and aaron expiated for them and purified them and after that the levites went to perform their duties on the hall of assembly before the ever-living as jehovah commanded to moses about the levites so they did the ever-living also spoke to moses commanding the levites shall do this from the age of twenty-five and upwards they must serve in the duties of the hall of assembly but at the age of fifty they shall retire from service in those duties and not serve further except to superintend their brothers in the hall of assembly to keep guard but not perform the services this is how you shall arrange for the Levites who superintend. Chapter 9 The ever-living also spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the second year after coming out from the land of the Mitzrayim in the first month, commanding, Let the children of Israel make the Passover in their assembly, offering it upon the fourteenth day of this month, between morning and evening you shall sacrifice it in the assembly with all its ordinances and all its rites moses consequently spoke to the children of israel to sacrifice the passover therefore they offered the first passover on the fourteenth day of the month between morning and evening in the wilderness of sinai the children of israel did all that the ever-living commanded to moses but there were men who were unclean from a human corpse, so that they were not able to eat of the Passover, or to sacrifice the Passover on that day. So they approached the presence of Moses and the presence of Aaron upon that day, and those men said, There is a defilement upon us from a human corpse, by which we are prevented from offering the gift to the ever-living in the assembly together with the children of Israel. When Moses replied, Stay! and I will hear what the ever-living commands about you. Then the ever-living spoke to Moses, commanding, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Any one of you who may be unclean from a human corpse, or away upon a journey, or in your families, still let him sacrifice the Passover to the ever-living. In the second month he shall offer it. It shall be eaten with unfermented bread and bitter herbs, none of it shall remain with you until the morning and you shall not break a bone of it but sacrifice it with all the ordinances of the passover and whoever may be clean and has not been on a journey and fails to sacrifice the passover 
that person shall be excommunicated from his relatives for not offering the gift to the ever-living with the assembly. That person is guilty for his sin. And if a foreigner resides with you and sacrifices the Passover to the ever-living, it must be with the ordinances of the Passover and its rites. It must be offered with the same ordinances by you, both for the foreigner and the native of the country. On the day of the erection of the sanctuary, the cloud covered the tabernacle of the Hall of Witnesses, and in the evening there was over the tabernacle like the light of fire until morning. So it was always. The cloud covered by day, and the light of fire at night. And when the cloud arose from off the hall, then the children of Israel marched, and at the place where the cloud settled, the children of Israel encamped. The children of Israel marched at the command of the ever-living, and they encamped at the command of the ever-living every day. They encamped where the cloud rested upon the tabernacle. But when the cloud rested upon the tabernacle many days, then the children of Israel watched the ever-living and did not march. And if the cloud remained a number of days upon the tabernacle by command of the ever-living, they encamped, and at the command of the ever-living they marched. But if the cloud remained from evening to morning, and the cloud went up at the morning, then they marched, whether day or night. Thus, when the cloud went up, they marched. But whenever for days, or a month, or long periods, the cloud rested upon the tabernacle, the children of Israel encamped, and did not march. But on it, going up, they marched. By command of the ever-living they marched. They waited the order of the ever-living by the hand of Moses. Chapter 10 The ever-living also spoke to Moses, commanding, Make two silver gongs for yourself, make them concave, and use them to call the Parliament, and to prepare the camp for marching, so that when you beat them, all the Parliament will know how to come to you at the door of the Hall of Assembly. And if you beat one of them, the generals and colonels of the regiments of Israel will know to come to you. When you beat and arise, then the divisions of the camp on the east shall march. When you beat the arise a second time, the divisions of the camp on the south shall march. They shall prepare to march at the arise. But at the call for a meeting you shall blow a trumpet, not sound and arise. The sons of Aaron, the priest, shall beat the gongs, and this shall be a perpetual institution for your posterity. And when you go to war in your land, to distress those who distress you, terrify them with the gongs, and remember the presence of your ever-living God, and he will encourage you against your enemies. Also in the days of your festivals, and in your assemblies, and on the first of the months, beat the gongs with your burnt offerings, and with your thank offerings, and they shall be reminders for you before your God. I am the ever-living God. It occurred in the second year, in the twelfth month, that the cloud arose from off the tent of witnesses. So the children of Israel marched from the wilderness of Sinai, and the cloud settled on the wilderness of Paran. They also marched in divisions by the order of the ever-living, under the control of Moses. The standard of the sons of Judah marched in divisions as an army, and Nachshon the son of Amenadab was over that army and Nathaniel the son of Zoar was over the army of the tribe of the sons of Issachar, and Eliab the son of Calon was over the army of the sons of Zebulon. Then the sons of Gershon and the sons of Merari, having taken down the tabernacle, marched, carrying the tabernacle. Then the standard of the tribe of Reuben marched with their army, and Eliezer the son of Shadiar was over it, and Shalumial the son of Zorishadai was over the army of the tribe of Simeon, 
and Eliasaph the son of Deual was over the army of the tribe of the sons of Gad. Then the Caathites marched carrying the sanctuary, and they erected the tabernacle after the advance. Then the standard of the camp of the sons of Ephraim marched with their army, and Elishama the son of Amihud was over that army. And Gamaliel the son of Fidatzur was over the army of the tribe of the sons of Manasseh. And over the army of the tribe of the sons of Benjamin was Abidan the son of Gidoni. Then marched the standard of the camp of the sons of Dan by regiments, with all the troops of their army, and Achazer the son of Amishadai was over that army. And Phanuel the son of Achan was over the army of the tribe of Asher. And Achira the son of Anan was over the army of the sons of Naphtali. Thus the children of Israel marched. They marched by their armies. Moses, however, spoke to Reuel the Midianite, the father-in-law of Moses. March with us to the place that the ever-living said to us, I will give it to you. March with us, and we will benefit you, for the ever-living has promised good to Israel. But he replied to him, I will not go from my country and from my children with you. But he answered, Do not now forsake us, for you know the roots of the desert, and you can be eyes for us. And it shall be that if you will go with us, then when we receive the success the ever-living will obtain for us, we will reward you. So they marched from the mount of the ever-living three days' journey, and the ark of the covenant of the ever-living marched before them three days' journey to guide them to a halting place. And the cloud of the ever-living was over them by day in their march from the camp. And when they began their march, Moses stood up and said, the ever-living deliver you from your enemies, and march before your face supporting you. But when they encamped, Moses said, Jehovah bring home the many regiments of Israel. Chapter 11 But bad people murmured in the ears of the ever-living, and the Lord heard it and was displeased. So the Lord caused a fire to break out amongst them, and it consumed the rear of the camp. So the people called upon Moses, and Moses prayed to the ever-living, and quenched the fire. He therefore called the name of that spot, The Burnings, because the Lord there burnt them with fire. But the mixed people who were amongst them longed, and desired, and wept. Some of the children of Israel also did the same, and said, <laughs> When shall we eat flesh? We remember the fish that we ate in Mitzar for nothing with the cucumbers and the melons and the lettuces and the onions and the garlic but now our souls are sick there is nothing but this manna to look at moses however heard the people weeping each family at the door of their tent and the lord was very angry and in the eyes of moses it was bad therefore moses said to the ever-living why have you brought evil upon your servant, and why have I not found favor in your eyes for you to remove the weight of all this people from off me? Have I begotten all these people, or have I brought them forth, that you should say to me, Carry them in your lap, as a mother carries in her lap, because as a woman I have sworn to feed them? I have no flesh to give to all this nation, who cry to me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat." I cannot feed them. I cannot carry all this nation. They are too heavy for me, and therefore do this to me. Kill me now. Kill me if I have found favor in your eyes, that I may not see myself torn to pieces. But the ever-living answered Moses, 
add to yourself the seventy men from the rulers of Israel, whom you know to be able to rule the people and to control them, and take them with you to the hall of assembly, and present them there with yourself, and I will descend and speak with you there, and will support you with the spirit that is upon you, and I will put it upon them, and they shall carry, along with yourself, the load of this nation, and you shall not carry it alone. But as for this people, order them to sanctify themselves for tomorrow, and they shall eat flesh, for the ever-living has heard their weeping, saying, Would that we could eat meat, such as we enjoyed among the Mitzrayim! Therefore the ever-living will give them flesh, and they can eat it. They shall not eat it for one day only, or for two days, or for five days, or for ten days, or for twenty days, but for a month's time, until it is ejected from their mouth, and the greedy loathe it, because they have turned away from the ever-living, who is in the midst of them, and wept before me, saying, Why has he brought us from the Mitzrayim? But Moses replied, There are six hundred thousand of marching men in the nation I am surrounded by. And you say, Supply them with flesh meat, and let them eat it for a month. If the sheep and cattle are slaughtered for them, could they obtain it? If all the fish in the sea were added to them, could they obtain it? The ever-living, however, answered Moses, Is the hand of Jehovah cut off? Now you shall see whether my word is honored or not. Then Moses went out and related to the people all the words of the ever-living, and he selected seventy from the rulers of the people, and stationed them around the hall. And the ever-living descended in the cloud, and spoke with him, and strengthened him with the spirit that was over him, and placed it upon each of the seventy rulers. And the spirit rested upon them, and they addressed the audience, and did not fail. But two men separated themselves in the camp. The name of one was Aldad, and the name of the other was Medad. But the Spirit fell upon them, for they were enrolled, although they did not go to the assembly, and they addressed the people in the camp. Therefore a youth ran and reported it to Moses, and said, Eldad and Medad are addressing a meeting in the camp. So Joshua the son of Nun, the lieutenant of Moses, went to inquire, and then said, My lord Moses, restrain them. Moses, however, replied to him, You displease me. For I wish the ever-living would make all the people orators. I wish the ever-living would lay his spirit upon them. So Moses and the rulers of Israel remained in camp, and a wind came from the ever-living and brought up quails from the sea, and they were scattered over the camp for a day's journey on this side, as far as a day's journey on the other side, all round the camp, and were heaped on the surface of the ground. Then the people arose all that day and all that night, and all the next day, to collect the quails, and the smallest collection was ten bags, and they spread them all about the camp. The flesh was still between their teeth, unconsumed, when the anger of the Lord burnt against the people, and the Lord struck them with a very great stroke. So they called the name of that spot, The Graves of Greed, for they buried there the people who were greedy. Then the people marched from the graves of greed to the green fields, and stayed at those fields. Chapter 12 Then Miriam and Aaron quarreled with Moses about the Cushite woman whom he had taken, for Moses had married a Cushite. So they asked, Has the ever-living spoken only with Moses? Has he not also spoken to us? And the ever-living heard it. But the man Moses was very gentle, more so than any man on the face of the earth. 
then the ever-living spoke suddenly to moses and to aaron and to miriam go all three of you to the hall of assembly so all three went and jehovah descended in the form of the cloud and stood at the door of the hall and called aaron and miriam both of them accordingly went when he said to them listen now to my words if you are prophets of the ever-living look at me when i speak to you it is a revelation in your dreams it is not the same as with my servant moses he is faithful in all my house i speak face to face with him and in visions and he has not to seek the ever-living in enigmas and parables then why have you not regarded the message of my servant moses and the anger of the ever-living burnt at them and he departed then the cloud turned from above the hall and miriam had become a leper as white as snow and aaron recoiled from miriam now she was a leper and aaron said to moses pray to the almighty so that he may not lay upon us the sin which we attempted and that we have committed let her not be like what comes dead from its mother's womb with half of its flesh consumed therefore moses cried to the ever-living saying i pray god to cure her now and the ever-living replied if her father had spit in her face would she not be disgraced for seven days let her be isolated for seven days outside the camp and afterwards she may return miriam was therefore isolated outside the camp for seven days and the people did not march until the return of miriam but the people marched afterwards from the green fields and encamped in the wilderness of paran the end of chapters seven through twelve